Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Season two, episode two. I'm going to have to get used to saying season two um, before everything now. Tonight, we brought back one of our special guests. He knows the NBA and basketball, I'd say, more than Kevin and I, or about the same level. So, Cyrus, welcome back as we talk about the NBA and NCAA basketball for this upcoming season. Yes. Whoa. Man, welcome. I'm, I'm glad to be back. <laughs> Look at yeah. him. He's so excited. He, it's so like, I, got bull, I got my bull stuff on too. <laughs> oh, we're all like, we're all just sitting here going, let's yes. go. <laughs> so it's really cool. This is really cool because Cyrus, I know you have been asking for your own episode, and you said when the NBA comes back, let me know. And I remember Mary and I were, I think I literally thought about this episode maybe on like a Saturday evening. And I was like, oh my yeah. God. It was like Saturday. Mary. You were like, well, let's have Cyrus on. I was like, oh, sure. Let's, just, let's have Cyrus on. So Cyrus, this is your episode, sir. Welcome back to season two, episode 54, but episode two of season two. Stop Great confusing to have people. You. Don't confuse people. I'm trying to keep track because I want to make sure we do something special for when we get to episode 100. Oh. See? We Kevin have, has some sort of brain. We have, like, a long way to go. <laughs> hey, got to make sure it's it, the it, the it's there. Got to make sure it's there. And you never know. We might be canceled by then. You never know. <laughs> well, well, knock on wood that we don't. Thank Fingers you. Fingers are crossed. Fingers are crossed. Well, Cyrus, it's always a pleasure to have you on. I know we're it's going to have a very rowdy, rowdy, I think is the best way to put it, conversation. This is going to be all over the damn place today. As we wait. like just combat each other um, with our basketball knowledge and our thought of that we're better than everyone else because of our teams, um, except for Kevin's, both of his yeah. teams. Oh, Sorry, God. Kevin. Love you. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, so let's jump into this, Kevin, the team that plays in the arena that you work for, both of them are good. Uh, see the world is honestly ending. I, I don't know what to even make of it, but it's been great. I will take it as a person that is in that arena, you know, the vibes have been good. It's been a packed house every single game this year. Um, and the, the games have been entertaining. I've, I've been at this stadium for 10 years now, and I don't think it has been hopping as the way it has been this year. So I just think it's, you know, kudos to the coaching that the Jets and Giants both have. I mean, definitely we can say – the two of them are probably neck and neck for coach of the year right now for the NFL, but it's a great thing that New York is making it happen because New York football in the cold is like no other. If they can continue this like whole trend, I mean, I would be excited for those fans out there, you know, but I, it's, it's cool. It's good to see them uh, doing well. I was getting really nervous that like Saquon Barkley's best years are going to be wasted, but now it's a little comforting to know that they're making it happen. Do I? St I still feel that Daniel Jones is definitely not the answer. Um, and then the Jets on even his the quarterback side on that side, 
I don't know if he's the answer either, but the Jets have a hell of a defense. That pretty much won them that game at Lambeau Field last week. Um, they got some exciting young talent there. They, they're uh, projected they're, to have the rookie and def, uh, rookie p- defensive player of the year and offensive rookie player of the year right now. Yeah, after Paul, six yeah. weeks. Colin, uh, Colin is starting uh, in sauce, right? Yep. Yeah. I honestly think that, like, if they keep this up, that I mean, that's that's exciting. That oh, yeah. is definitely exciting but for them. That, also, that goes to show you, though, right? Coaching does make coaching does make a difference because that's virtually both of them virtually have had the same team. Like, I think the Jets, right. the Jets, yeah. Well, the Jets thing I think was probably coming. It was just a matter of you know them getting draft picks in and getting better players in because they knew they had a couple bad contracts, right? But the Giants, they just they're virtually the same players. I mean. He even said he even said Kenny Galladay now, who's who's garbage. And when he was like, yeah, I can't when your offensive lineman has more touchdowns than your first round draft pick and a guy you signed a massive deal to yeah. in a two year period, there's some issues. Yeah. But they are winning without having to throw to anybody. Um, their leading receiver, I think I saw it only has like 200 yards receiving. I think something like that. It's super low. He's and, like, and, is, and isn't that that's like the third or fourth string wide yeah. receiver? I like, think Sills uh, has, Richie, is it Richie James? Is that the one? It yeah. might, yeah, yeah Richie or Ricky James. Yeah, this thing got hurt because Tony got hurt, so Tony's Tony got hurt, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Tony got hurt. They benched Galladay and yeah, they're down to like and their then, or whatever it is. Who was the other kid? Um. Oh, you uh, he just came back last week, Darius Slayton. Yeah, Slayton. Yeah. So we'll see if he can actually play. Uh, we'll see. I um, mean, they've been getting the ball, and say if it's not going to Saquon or the receivers can't catch the ball, they've Danny been getting to that tight running. end. They've been getting that tight end uh, to Bellinger. So he's been all the other one that's been scoring touchdowns for the Giants. But hey, whatever the coaches in New York are doing. Kudos to them. Let's see how long this can continue. And as long as they continue to keep drafting like they have in the last couple of years, it can only go up from here. Yep. Well, let's keep with the football trend because we have a couple of things mixed in here. Uh, Deshaun Jackson at the age of 35, after not playing basically for the end of last year and the first six weeks this year, he has signed with the Baltimore Ravens. Cleared cleared his... uh, uh, what is um? Yeah, words are escaping me. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> oh. this, man. <laughs> wow! Clip for the Instagram. I love it. Um, <laughs> do you just want to know our thoughts on Deshaun Jackson? Yeah, man? let's just go with it because I can't. All right. I, literally, I'm like trying to think so, of the word, and I'm like, for me, I was physical. Thinking, he passes physical. There we there go. There you go. How do you do that? Sorry. So, for me, Deshaun Jackson, I mean, we know what he's done in his career. You know, speedster. Um, he's been all over the league right now. This is probably – is this, what, his sixth or seventh team? I think his eighth team. Philly. Rams. Uh, Raiders. Did he play down in Tampa? Yeah, he played down in Tampa for a hot minute. Tampa. Ravens. Ravens. He didn't play in Carolina. Maybe this might be his fifth or sixth, I think. Yeah, it might be his fifth or sixth. I thought – no, he played two seasons with another. He played two seasons with another team. That's what it was. Yeah. 
He played two seasons with another team. That's what it was. I let, oh, so it's the Eagles. So he played Washington, too. Yes. Yes. Eagles, the Washington, Tampa Bay. He had a second stint with the Eagles, the Rams, the Raiders, and now he's on team number six yeah. with the Ravens. I mean, Lord only knows that the wideouts that Lamar Jackson has to throw to pretty much are abysmal, and we probably can get some passes from him, too. But, hey, if it gives him another body, shout out to them out there. But I, the only thing I would say about – the only thing I would say about Deshaun Jackson is this. I, I don't know if – I don't know because he it, his problem is it's never, it's never been catching the ball. His problem has been when they jam up at the line. Yeah, that too. That, that's his biggest problem, I yeah, think. That, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and when they jam up at the line, he doesn't get it. He when they, when it's a big physical receiver, he can't he can never break him. And then after that one year with the Eagles, he stopped going over the middle. So that was his mo. Nobody's like, okay, well, we, we have a guy that can go. We have another guy that can go vertical. I don't need you around if you're not going to go across the middle. And if you're not going to get across the jam, and you know, he it just it, and he's never been he's never been healthy. I don't think has he ever played a full season? Uh, once or twice. Kevin, you are muted. What are you doing? Um, well, I didn't want anybody to just hear me drinking water, so I muted it for you guys. Oh, but you're so nice. I know. And Guess I what I'm going to do? Drink this water and not mute it. Yeah, but like, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> but you see, I think oh, Deshaun, to go back go. on topic, Deshaun Jackson, I feel like there's he's always had like a good year. But it always has been like halted because he got like hurt. Yeah, and he it's all like, or or he's like like last year, where he he was a stellar wide receiver on the Rams for the first yeah. few weeks, and then all of a sudden, gone. And then he got traded to the Raiders, and the Raiders I think released him because he just didn't play well. But it was he, like yeah, he did because he said no in both in both stints, Mary. He was like. Well, he the first time he didn't get thrown the ball with Stafford or whoever the quarterback was, and he was upset about that. So he was like, I don't want to be here, you know, to his, go through his own Antonio Brown thing. And then he oh, did the same Antonio thing. Antonio Brown. But then he did the same thing with then he did the same thing with the Raiders. Like, haven't you figured it out? Dude, you're you can't be the target every play and you can't be the guy every play. That yeah. you you you've lost that already. And, yeah, that's him though. That's what he's been he's he's very very good he knows his worth he knows what he's brings to a team but at the age of 35 this is your last stint yeah definitely 100 percent. i like i don't see him coming back after this year but good for him for getting another some more guaranteed money put it somewhere else in the bank and you know more for his kids later um i hate this one uh, the MLB playoffs, yeah. the Yankees mm. won. Mm. The Guardians totally screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> the Yankees are only the only, I think, no, the Astros are won over 100 games. So the Yankees and Astros are the only two teams that won over 100 games, moved on because the Dodgers and Braves both lost. And mm-hmm. apparently the series with the Padres and Phillies is actually 
fairly entertaining because the Phillies won last night. Um, yep. At least that's what they were saying on Sunday night football or Monday night football, whatever it was for the Eagles giant uh, Cowboys game. They're like, it's been crazy around here. Philly fans, Eagle fans, 76er fans. I'm like, ah, the 76er fans don't count. They, they're not real. <laughs> they're not real. Sorry if you're a 76ers fan. I'm just going to trash on you all night. Um, so buckle in for the ride. Um, so that's good there. But let's just get into this. The NBA tips off. The majority of the games are tonight and throughout the rest of the week. Last night we had two games. We had the Celtics. Uh, my Celtics play the 76ers. We had Kevin's Lakers, which we will definitely talk about here shortly. Um uh, the Golden State Warriors. I watched the ring ceremony for the set, the Golden State Warriors. They literally had everyone that was on that team last year in the stadium. Because one yeah. guy plays for the Lakers. Yep, Juan Toscano. I don't know who the other dude that was just in street clothes is. He doesn't even, he, the he doesn't even have a team. He doesn't even have a team to play on. He's just, I was going to say, I don't think he's playing with anybody any, yeah. right now. So, yep. he's um, just, a guy on the street. The <laughs> only would know who he is. The only <laughs> issue that I had about the whole thing was when they were doing like, here's your championships throughout the years, like, oh, specific players stuff. I was very, very mad that they didn't have Andrew Bogut. Very mad. Well, you know what? Maybe they, maybe you can make it. True. Or David maybe Lee. I love those guys. Like those guys were pinnacle to get yeah. you there. Again, maybe Josh Richardson, maybe... Baron Davis. They didn't win championships. I don't that. care. I mean, I do love the that believe Golden State <laughs> team like everyone else does, but they uh they didn't win a chip. Yeah, unfortunately. True. Most beats that looks like he could get on the court and just uh rumble and tumble a little bit with some guys if you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, madness. <laughs> Listen, I like I like how they I like how they did the rings though. How they made it specific for every player. Like so, like if some of them had had one four, it was in their ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That so, was cool. Yeah, that was yeah. Because cool. I I thought it was cool where they showed off like uh that uh, like Clay, uh Steph and Draymond, Draymond. Like yeah, we got four trophies in our ring, and everybody only has like one. I think one other person maybe had like two. But I thought yeah, that, some, that was there's only one other person too. What's name got? What's name got? What's name's got four in there? Um, Iguodala's got four in there. Yeah, Iguodala's yeah, got yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, Iguodala. That's right. He's been up this there man, for all did, four. Did, of Looney, did, did Kevon Looney was Kevon Looney there for all four too or no? I think he was only for like two of them. I think he's there. Remember, for two. he was a rookie like after that he came in when they won one of their first ones. Oh, okay. So yeah. I don't so think he's he, got. He I think he's got two. Okay. Yeah. Jordan Poole's face when they gave him his ring was so funny. He was just like, "Ooh, yeah." I like, mean, he was honestly, a kid on Christmas, like that I was would, cool. I would be too, but it's just kind of crazy. We talk about for you know the start of the NBA season. Like I watched that ring ceremony, and I'm looking at some of the guys on their team, and I'm like, "Damn, they if they really went at it." I love all of our teams out here, but. They could make a case that they could probably win a couple yeah. more well, championships yeah, that, that, if they develop properly. Well, they stay healthy. Yeah. Well, it, but I think now they're going. He's going to go back to that to the formula he had the first time run around with the strength of numbers. 
Because if you think about it, one through eight or nine, I'm not going to say all ten, one through eight or nine, he can put out there. They'll be competitive. They all could, one through nine, be could good. easily go start on any exactly. other team. Any team in the NBA. Right. Easily. And, that, and that'll be, and that'll be his thing. He'll run, he'll run that up until about the, to like the first or second round in the playoffs. It didn't, you know, by the time conference, you know, the conference finals roll around, he'll shorten their rotation and say, listen, have eight or not eight guys here, you know, just be, you know, just be, just be ready. If my, if your number gets called. Yeah. Which again, is fine. That's the way basketball is supposed to go. You're not supposed to have 10 players play, you know, when you get to the big game and stuff like that anyway. So yeah. when does that happen? I don't know if I've ever seen a game where all everyone played. Um, <laughs> it only happens yeah, if yeah. it's a blowout yeah. loss or a blowout win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's very rare. And that's what I'm saying. To go eight or nine deep on the, on the team. Yeah. Hey, it's, I will get paid rare. what those guys get paid to be a practice player. I, I would. Yeah, I would. Tell you. Let me go sit in the ice bath afterwards because, you know, I'm old um, and not in that shape. But sure, I'll take it. You know, you know, you think about it, you know, you know, the average guy sitting on the bench, his salary is, is over $2 million, $2 million, $2 million a year after taxes and paying everybody. If you do have more than one publicist or whatever world it is, which I don't think you should at that point, you're probably coming home with a little over a million dollars. Maybe a little uh, it depends on where you live. First that off, that's too. Like they well, let's just say he lives in a state where you got to pay taxes and everything, you know, normal. He's probably making just barely over a million. Exactly. Or just but under. But still, I mean, but I, still, I mean, that's still pretty yes. damn amazing. I would love a million dollars right now. I'll take ten thousand, a hundred thousand. I'll take that. I don't care. Money is money, and I can take that money and do whatever I want with it, and flip it and do other shit. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Since you told Cyrus. That you weren't going to talk about your jersey until now. <laughs> Can you tell us what knickerbocker you're wearing? I really chose Streetwell. So, I really I was looking through my closet. I think it's Allen Houston. And okay, Cyrus, would you like to date? Yes. I'm going to say John Starks. Ooh, Ooh that's, that's a, a good one. I wish I have a John. I Stark. think that's just the the jersey color and like how it's made so, up is too. It's too new school. I was looking for a jersey to wear. I was originally going to wear my Porzingis jersey because it's an authentic, but I couldn't find it. Ooh. And then I was thinking about possibly wearing, you know, either a Knicks or – I was definitely going to either wear a Knicks or Nets jersey because they're playing tonight. But I didn't want to wear any of the new wear style jerseys because they're a little too tight and I ate a lot today. So <laughs> I went and found a jersey and – it's funny you mentioned oh, him. Oh, that's hysterical. It's funny you mentioned him because it is David Lee. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. David oh. Lee. I got it. I got it even autographed by him when I was younger. Why do you uh, not have that in a frame? Yeah. Well, I just don't have. When do I have time to go get a frame, Barrett? Let's be just real. go to Michael's with said jersey and have them frame it for you right on the spot. I don't know. I'm just saying, I mean, like that. I would do that in due time. It will maybe it will probably happen. But yeah, 
five years from now we'll ask him (laughs) it's still he'll still be rocking it and wearing it Yep, because it could still fit over my body then that means i'm wearing it so (laughs) shout out to my guy david lee Uh one of my favorite nicks he came with in a great draft class with uh channing fry and uh nate robinson shout out to nate robinson if you guys don't know he's been dealing with a lot uh right now with his health kidney failure right but now, I always love this class, and I will never forget. Uh, there was a game; it was against the Charlotte Bobcats, where the Knicks had like maybe 0.5 seconds left on the clock, and then they threw a oop to him, and he taps it in, and Gus Johnson is on the call, and absolutely, absolutely loses his shit, and I will always remember that forever. But so, and also. Shout out to David Lee because other than Spreewell in Houston, he was like the next all-star until Carmelo came. So shout out to David Lee out here. Yeah, that's true. Yes. David Lee. I liked watching David Lee and Channing Frack. Those guys were always good players to watch. Yes. They they tell, they always, yeah, they always told they, they always play, they always played really well. They always had their they always you always knew what you were getting from them. They never they never let you down. Like every now and then they may have had a bad game or two, but they always had like you knew Shannon Fry was good for about 10 to 15. You know, he'll give you about this 10 to 15. You know, David Lee would give you his double-double. You know, that, that those are two guys you can kind of plug in anywhere. You knew they were going to give you something. So that, that's pretty good. I, I like and, they, and they played hard. Yeah. And this was during an era of where, like, like Nick fans just wanted to see you play, play hard on the court because yeah. they were just sick and tired of just getting guys that were getting money. And they weren't – they were just – you could tell, just tell that they were playing – for the money. So like when they started bringing guys like Channing Fry and David Lee and Nate Robinson, where like after they finally booted out Larry Brown because of the mess that he was causing oh God, just to like see guys excited to play and run up and down the court and hustle. It was a, it, they were, these were guys that as a Knicks fan, you know, you look forward to watching. Um, but enough about my Knicks fans, obviously I already know. Merritt was going to wear a Celtics hat. I just didn't know which one he was going to wear, but he's got a nice 47 brand one. Yeah, it's a brand new one. My wife was just in Boston slash Salem, Massachusetts this past weekend. And all I asked for was, I was like, hey, can you grab me something Celtics related while you're up there? Dude, she said she went to like three stores and like the third one actually had Celtics gear, like some decent stuff. I was like, wait, what? Like that, that that makes no sense. The season's literally around the corner, so you'd want your stuff out right now. Um, but she got me this awesome forty-seven brand hat, and then yeah, she got it looks me a, great. She got me a T-shirt that has the original Big Three, if you know who oh, that is. Okay, all right, all right. And all it's just right. like a circle with their names and like a iconic like Celt- old school Celtics logo and stuff on the back. Nice. Um, but I, I did have to bring out, uh, you know, is that Marcus? Oh, yeah. I, knew it. I, I knew had it. to rock the Marcus jersey tonight because, you know, that man shut down everyone he played against last night besides Harden getting one. I think Harden scored three points against Smart all night when he was And almost had his arm ripped out of his socket by Joel Embiid. Dude, I hate Joel God. Embiid for, like, the simple fact that they gave – I understand giving Marcus the technical for reaching and him touching Joel's leg, right. but Joel also – like played that up and was like oh 
And when a big, uh, but he does that to everybody. I mean, oh that's yeah, his, that's his thing. That's his. That's his thing. That's his mo. Um, yeah. but like the simple fact of you watching Marcus's arm get bent backwards, and oh. Joel's just like swinging away. Like Roy's not getting anything. Like that is a t- that is a foul. Call it, and let's move on. But I did like Marcus's reaction afterwards. He goes, "I could have broke his head in if I wanted to." It's like, <laughs> okay. Okay, you're still a dog. Not gonna fuck with you. Nope, not gonna do it. That's back why you're my favorite player on the team. Back to, back to the Oklahoma State days. Yep. Uh, and Cyrus, who? What do you got on over there tonight? I have my have my Bulls. Uh, when they had what was it last year? They had um. When they came up with the secondary alternate uniforms, they this is their okay. shirt. Nice. Nice. Gotta love it. I like it. it. Yeah, it has all the has all the championships on the on the side here. That is fire. I I oh, did yeah. that. Yeah, it didn't. They're all on the back too. Right? I mean, I I would get up and show you, but I can't. It's, <laughs> it's all good. good. You you relax. <laughs> oh, relax. Kevin, and that reminds me because of what Cyrus just said. Kevin, we are definitely when we go to Boston, we are buying last night's jersey. If they have them available with oh, sponsor I'm- patch. I will absolutely buy them. Yes. I, I I don't even care if it has a sponsor patch as long as it has the diamonds and everything on it. I don't care. I I, I don't need. Listen, I would want the shorts. I don't even listen. I'm not a big Celtics fan. I've I mean I'm I'm a, I'm a basketball fan. Period. But I, like I've never been like a, a like get like Celtics gear and stuff like that. It's just it, they've always been plain green and white, whatever it was. I would get the shorts that they had in the last. I night. just love those jerseys. I last night was a sweet. Those jerseys were clean. Yes. So I'm happy about that. And it's and you know what it is? It's it's a different look too. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not nothing that because I am so used to seeing Celtics as like that emerald green, but that like forest type green. That is cool. And someone like I saw someone post like the last four the past four years with the city editions, they change them every year. Yeah. And you had like the gray one, you had a black one. I have one. that one. They had like two two others, and I was like, the best one was like two years ago when it literally was just like green, and it said it was the old like Boston like logo on the front, where it's just like the check like the box writing it looked the nicest. So I was like, that's the best one. <laughs> that's yeah. easily the best one out of them. Yeah, because um, they, until last they, night. Yeah, because they they wrote they they changed ever since Nike took over. They've been changing them every year. What they've been trying to do, they've been trying to incorporate some of the things from the city. And the last yeah. couple of years, they've been trying to incorporate the city plus whatever, I guess, theme they may have had. Like like this year, if anybody sees like the, the Sixers, they have brotherly love written on their city uniforms. Yeah. It's yeah. white with brotherly love. It's, you know, it's it's a it's a cream color looking type of jersey. So, you know, they did the same thing with the blue. So they do it for everybody's jersey, but this year. I think they're going to get a couple of them right. I mean, a, a couple yeah. of them. It's, yeah. it's too bad Minnesota Timberwolves stick because their uniforms are hot. <laughs> they're always so cool. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, Kevin, do you have any cards for us tonight or uh, just jump into fantasy? Tonight, uh, no cards. We can just go right into the fantasy mix. All right. How'd you do this week? Uh, this past week, I was, for my three leagues, I was two and one. Good Again. for you. Good for you. I went one and two. I uh, better than zero and three than last week. That's true. That I went two weeks in a row zero and three. Um, my team's 
in one of my, in my two money leagues have literally just gone from like being stellar to, oh, we're just going to shit the bed. <laughs> yeah. Just crap all over you. I'm going. I have one league where I did not even realize that my starting wide receiver, one of my running backs, my tight end, defense, and kicker were all on by and I don't what? even know how I missed that. That was a huge faux pas. And there's one league where, like, I'm literally trying to find scraps for, like, my running backs. So it's been a journey. Uh, The best league that I'm really surprised I'm doing super well in is my last-minute $30 buy-in league with, like, my with all my good friends here. That league, I am, like, in second place overall. And then the one I'm doing the worst in, I just – I'm now, like, three at 500 is my big money league, but you know, it's a long season. I already won at least 20 bucks back because this is the league that I get money back for whoever has the most points scored throughout the entire league. So plenty of time left. I'm just trying to be patient, but you know, you never know fantasy. It's sometimes you just got to make it just rolling dice. And speaking of fantasy, I am currently in a fantasy basketball draft. So I am in one with my cousin, Noel. Shout out to my cousin, Noel. He is, uh, he works in sports. Uh, We're going to plan on getting him on the podcast as well. Meredith, I told you about him uh, off air. Um, But our league, we've been doing the league together for the last three years, and we could not find a date where we could sit down and actually draft. So we're literally doing an online, offline draft where it's an Excel spreadsheet. And we have like a whole Facebook messenger chat where they're like, all right, did you pick yet? All right, so-and-so picked. Now it's your turn to pick. Oh, and my really, God. It's been going on all day. So right now, started last night. We are currently on round five. Wait, wait. So- this started last <laughs> night, and you're only in round five? What? So because – So the league is of 12, of 14 – of 12 people – Half of the league, the people are on the West Coast. Some are in Oregon. Some are in California. I think one is in Texas. So literally, we're trying to mesh all these damn time zones. So we're on round five. So if you guys tell, if I tell you guys to stop in the middle of the podcast, it's because they somehow made it back to my picks again. So if anything, you guys can help me pick my team that I have. You got it. <laughs> yeah. So far, my team is Tyrese Halliburton from Indiana, okay. Devin Booker from the Suns, okay. Donovan Mitchell, and then Nikola Vucevic. I had the 12th pick out of 12. So I have the, the you got, snake you got, you got Vucevic as your, as your starting center? He That's a good, was, that's a good spot. It, it's tough because I didn't have anybody else available. The, the the other guy like you need, that, and you need state, to have that. You need a yeah, because my this league is head to head categories. Oh so really? So whoever wins the category gets the point. You just so have to hope Vucevic actually makes it through a full season. I know that's what makes me nervous, but because like I had a plan of who I wanted, and literally the fourth round where the snakes back to me, all the centers went. So bonus, Miles Turner, um. Who else am I missing? 
uh, Rudy Gobert, they all went in this last round. And I'm like, well, I need to get out of a center. Well, oh, I, I take, I would take Vujovic over Rudy Gobert in a heartbeat. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, you got a better deal on that one. Yeah, I mean, well, de- defensive, defensively, defensively, Vujovic will never get where Rudy Gobert is at, but offensively, he'll give you more. He can actually shoot. Yeah. So, Rudy cool. Rudy Gobert doesn't know how to take a shot that's past five feet. Yeah, it's yeah, that's He's not. He's no Wemby. That guy. <laughs> that kid just. Hey, listen. That that kid is going to be a good player, but he has to go to the right. He has to go to the right situation. There's no way he can't go. He's going to the Magic. He's going to the. Magic. No, he might end up at the goddamn Kings. Which is no, worse. no, no, no. All right, stop. If he ends up at the Kings. He's done. He's done. There's no way because there's. As much as I love the coaches there now, right? He's seven Did you see foot. what Mike Brown was doing during practice today? Talking oh about my God. Did you see him run down that court? Put the fucking Jets on. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, you know what, dude? I'll give it to him. He is a passionate human being. And I love it. I really hope he can like figure this team out because they can, they've been in purgatory for 20 plus years at this point. It's you heartbreaking. Know, you know what would fix that, right? Just spitballing this, if you, if you think about it. The thing that would fix them is this. They need to get out of – the owner needs – not that I don't know if the owner is really truly in the way. I don't think he's in the owner. In the no, way. they need to get Pedro Stoyakovic out of the way. Yeah, they, they need to get a lot – they need to they have one person, one sound mind, and go with the, a singular focus on how they want to, how they want to build the team. Because every year they go from – when they had the Marcus Cousins, they went. They wanted to get all these big men and everything else. To then win a bunch of guard play. All right, figure out what you want. You got De'Aaron That's Fox. True. If De'Aaron Fox is, is is De'Aaron Fox is your apple, right? You got to find a way for him to branch out and get these other players to work with him. So maybe you can't go get a dominant big. Maybe you need to get a guy that compliments him, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the way you got to work it. And I thought Halliburton was a good was a good in between player for them, but they wound up trading him. I don't know why Sabonis is there. Sabonis, I, I just Sabonis doesn't do anything for me there. You had you brought. He don't Bagley. even want to be there. Well, but you brought Bagley in from Duke, which I thought was a good deal because he was again another in between player that could play facing up and in the post, and he was young, so you could work with him. But then they had. Where's he at now? Um, he Detroit. in Detroit. He got, he got he moved to Detroit. I was gonna say I yeah. thought he was there, but. I mean, I don't even who was the coach before Mike Brown. It was um. Oh God, was, I couldn't even name him. I don't remember. Luke Walton. Yeah, but then, oh. then there was an interim head coach. Yeah, they let him go. Then it was somebody before him. It was somebody before Walton. I don't know. They whoever, had too many. Coaches. Whoever it was, they they just. I, I don't. I just Sacramento just doesn't. I don't understand. They had that. They had that really good run with Chris Webber and the rest of them that long time ago. Then they had a decent team after that. For some reason, they decided, yeah, we'll just go back to doing it the old way. No, the way you were doing it before was working. You got to get players that are going to complement each other. They can't just go get, like, get random damn players and just put them on the court. It just doesn't work. Yep. Well, with Reaching that, it. let's go talk about the NBA as we've literally just been bantering for five minutes about the Sacramento Kings. Uh, I'm we, not getting those five minutes back in my life. I mean, we Either knew way. that was going to happen. That's true. This is going to happen. That's true. Um, So let's just start off with this. There was a lot of transactions up until literally three weeks ago in the NBA offseason. 
what are your thoughts on some of the bigger transactions or a transaction that, you know, you think is truly going to help a team move on or, or take a step in the right direction? I know there's a lot. Um, and don't bring up the Lakers because we're going to talk about them in a few, few minutes. I think the so. one deal – there's two deals that stick out to me, but I think the the one deal that really is a big one, and of course I'm going to talk about it because, you know, you're a Celtics fan, but that Malcolm Brogdon deal that the Celtics pretty much – gave away like a bag of cereal for (laughs) literally probably a runaway heist for an all-star that I think can really, really complement your team. And he looked good yesterday. 16 points off the bench. And they were talking about, they're like, he's a guy who was his couple years in Milwaukee was an all-star. And then he went to Indy. He got hurt. He would never stay healthy. A coming in now as a 29-year-old saying, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come off the bench. I'll be the second guy, first guy off, second guy, whatever you need me to do. And he, kid torched it last night. He looked good. He looked well, really good. Well, he, I tell you I tell you where that worked out for him because they needed a point guard. The Celtics needed a point guard at the end of that series at Golden State to stabilize everything. Not that I don't not that I don't like Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is more of a combo guard. So, you yeah. know, Marcus Smart – when you he puts me in, and I, I hate to say it like my, I'm a combo guard in any situation that I'm in. If I was playing in like say college and up, I'm a combo guard. I'm in between a two and a one, right? That's what Marcus Smart is. He can he can he can shoot the ball, but he can also be the guy that can facilitate. And sometimes that get that gets mis that gets that gets miscued because you don't understand what you should be doing because you've always been taught to be that aggressive guy, right? And they needed a stabilizing guy. I think that was a perfect trade for them. Come, come to the finals or the playoffs, put him in. Mark, him and Marcus Smart could be in the backcourt. You can have your two forwards, and then you can have your big man. That way you're not – You don't even need a big man at that point. Say you play Golden State – say the Celtics and the Golden State match up again, right? You would run it as Smart, Brogdon, White, Tatum, Brown. See what that does, because the only person on that court that's going to be big is Looney, and that's okay. If Looney's getting your points, I'd be okay with that. Oh, you mean when they go to that small lineup? You yeah, when they go to the when they go to that small lineup, you throw those four, five in there. Yeah, that's the small lineup has Draymond at the five. Yeah. Okay. So that defense is scary with those with those five Celtics players. Because they're all really, really good defensive players. Um, Cyrus, what would be or Kevin? You said another one. You said there was two. What was the other one that you thought of? Um, so I thought that I actually, I actually had. Well, I thought about two, but the one I really liked was the Bronda one. So there's two more. One of them was very early on in the summer, and that was that Atlanta Hawks trade in which they uh, brought in Dejounte Murray. Murray. Adding in a complimentary star for Trey Young, which I think is going to be extremely interesting. I also have the Knicks game on too. So far, it's five five on my end. I don't oh, know mine's mine's way behind. Mine's only two nothing still. Yeah, uh, it, mine's is five five too. 
Okay, thank God. Cyrus appreciates you out here. Uh, but I really that deal is gonna be really interesting to, for Atlanta to have a lot of those those guards together. I'm interested to see how Trey Young and Murray uh really play well with each other, see if they complement each other. And I that would I would tell you that that I would tell you that trade would, would do well for them, but what I would say is with a grain of salt. Yeah, it it because you, you, you in and and every and, and everything got to look at it. if if the if the goal is to win is to win a chip right, how much further can Dejounte Murray take you right? Because right now you don't because right now you don't have you don't have you have a decent five you have a decent uh, three, and then you put those two guys and so those Trey Young is probably explosive out of the two. Dejounte Murray is a consistent player, so. You know, yes, you'll always be in games. Now, the tough part would be, you know, when matchups come, you're going to get beat down low. What do you yeah, do? You're right. What, what do you and 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 that's a t- and that's the thing about basketball that's tough. Like once it, once once you get past the regular matchup, it's it's no longer about schemes and getting anybody open. It's about matchups because yeah. you know my guy has to be your guy for seven games. That's just the way it has to work, and. You know, that, if anything, you know, the, the, the finals actually proved that this year. They had – Golden State had four or five guys on the team that you had to beat. And if you couldn't, if you couldn't beat them night for seven games, you weren't going to win the series. That was just – that was just plain out what happened. I know. My team lost. Let's stop talking about it. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm you know saying. what? You know what? At least my team made it. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. When was the last time the, the Knicks third... sniffed an NBA championship? 1999. All right, I'm sorry. But the third move that I think was a really big one, and, you know, no pun intended, but Rudy Gobert going to the Timberwolves, I thought is a huge deal because now Cat is, instead of him playing center, he's going down to play power forward. And now you got two big guys down there paired up with D'Angelo and uh, Budding Anthony... Anthony Edwards. So I think that team is going to – do I know if they're going to jump and maybe, you know, win a series in the West? I don't know. But I definitely think they should be able to win a, at least a playoff series. You, you, you want to hear something funny? Mm-hmm. That's not going to be on that team by the end of the year. No, he's done. Do you really think so? He doesn't want to be there. I, I, can tell you, I can tell you where Cat's going to go. Y'all, you, you're not going to believe me when I say it. But I'll wait. I'll wait to say it because you guys were talking about this team later on. All right. So let – well, that's all I had. So, did you guys have any thoughts on any of the offseason moves? Yeah, so, I, I did. All right, go, go, Cyrus. Um, I had, I, I actually thought the deal getting Donovan Mitchell over in Cleveland was huge. That's what, that was the one that one of yeah, mine. I, I thought that was huge because that team is on the rise, and all they needed was a guy to come in that can that somebody else that can score. And it's a shame they had to go with Sexton. And I think if Sexton goes to the right team, he'll make that team so much better because he was a, I think, he was a very good guard. I think the Jazz, though, they have a like they got their new head coach, um, and he's apparently a very you know up and coming head coach, right? Um, from the Celtics organization that was the number one on everyone's list that was looking for coaches this year. Right. Um, so I think he goes into a good situation. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in a rebuild, but they're not in a rebuild. It's kind of that in between, you know. They're, they're like, oh, we have good players, we have this. The only thing that they're missing in Utah is good jerseys. Their jerseys are trash. 
Yeah, just yeah, the new ones are ugly, yeah. Yeah, but let's just do a volt yellow jersey. Yay. You're not Oregon. Well they listen, they they brought back the purple ones. <laughs> they brought back the purple ones just with the mountains that. on. Just, I just want you to put that one out because that actually looks nice. Even the ones with Kirilenko when it was like the baby blues and that, yeah. that wasn't even bad. Stop with this stuff. Um, I'm going to agree with Donovan Mitchell, but one that, and I'm going to agree with Brogdon because Brogdon's, that was just stupid fleecing of the Indianapolis yeah. uh, the Pacers. But the one that I, I think is going to pay dividends as the season goes on is actually the Blake Griffin signing to the Celtics. The only reason I say that is because last year, hold on, you saw a team that had a lot of three-point shooting. Great. When you played up against big guys, you had two really two big guys that you go up against, Horford or Rob Williams. Rob Williams is out for the next three months. Right. He's not going to be playing at least until January, maybe right. February, right? Okay. Noah Vonley, though he is a decent NBA player, and he played pretty well last night against a guy that's probably got 70 pounds on him, um, he's not sustainable long-term. Right. Also, Al Horford is 36, 37 years old. Right. Blake Griffin, 33. Is Horford better a better overall player still? I think so. But Griffin comes with a tenacity and a drive that is like Marcus Smart's. So I think throughout the season, you're going to see that, you know, when he has the chance to shine and play more, I think he's going to play big dividends, especially down the, the road. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I would just say, I would just say he has to make sure he, he stays healthy. Yeah. He has it. He has a bad hat. I know ever since that that knee operation he had in was in Detroit. Yeah, there where he screwed up his knees and he just was never the same. Yeah, he, he it just he it just it it hasn't been has his game hasn't been the same. He hasn't had to have that burst or or that. Yeah, I Thank mean, I'm not just saying he's a dunk over everybody to get to get to a point, but you know, it's that burst or that that movement to get him from left to right to get to get the guy from. Lean them one way or another. Because the big guy's game is only about 15, 15, 16 feet out. You don't need to go any further than that unless you're really a stretch four. So he, to have that lean, to get the guy to lean one way or another, then get that quick burst to get to the lane is great to have it. He had the quick burst, plus he could, plus he can get over top of you. Now that he can't really get over top of you, it's, you know, it's kind of like I got to wait for it to happen type of deal. So. You know, just make sure that I would just say to make sure you know he health wise he stays stays the way he should be. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think with being on the Celtics team, he will stay healthier than say he was on like the keep him on the Brooklyn Nets. He's probably gonna play more in Brooklyn, right? Because they don't have a ton of players on the bench, right? He came. He was like the fifth fourth guy brought in off the bench last night. Mm. So that's fine. Let him. He's going to move around, circulate. It'll probably be nights where he does start because Horford's going to have a night off. Yeah. But um, we'll see. This has been this one I saw, and it's kind of interesting. It says it will will it ties into the one after this. But to start the season, we've already seen some pretty decent injuries. Um, Kevin, your Lakers are down their two point guards basically. Uh, Russ does a hamstring injury, and. <laughs> 
freaking Dennis Schroeder has a messed up thumb. So he had surgery on that. You're also seeing, you know, Rob Williams is out. You're seeing these bigger name players having injuries already. So it's going to affect the start of the season. Um, who else is out? I didn't know that we had that many injuries. I thought who I saw a couple other ones. They weren't like big, big. I think Dennis Schroeder's injury is like the biggest one. Yeah, there's I'll, really nobody else. Yeah, there's really nobody. I mean, if they're, they're all are like hamstring like, or yeah, yeah. shoulder or something like that. It's nothing like that's going to keep him out forever. Schroeder's right. out forever. Just, just to correct you, FYI, Merritt, that uh, that hamstring injury by Westbrook is really not an injury. <laughs> oh God, no, it's not. No, he doesn't want to play. He didn't, he didn't want to. He didn't want to sit the bench. That, that's what that's what. He I just love the- Charles Barkley calling out um, the Lakers GM, basically saying that he screwed Westbrook up. This is not fair to him. He's somebody that wants to play, and you screwed the pooch. Um, so with that, let's talk about the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> but there are no. But- Okay, sure. Sure. Don't worry. I love it. Don't worry. I love it. I love it. Mr. I just want to go with the flow. I just want to, we're going to stay structured. Yes. What? You said you're going with the Lakers. I know. I suppose. So, what are are, are we talking about? Shall we start with last night or should we start with the offseason? Where would you like to start with the Lakers? Would you like to start when they signed LeBron James? I we mean, can, honestly, we can go way back. Go, go to off season. You got to go in stages off season, regular season. You can do that way. Go that way. Okay. Oh my god, that. Well, I will say. Let's let me say this. Go ahead. My favorite highlight of the off season for the Lakers is that Pat Beverly's on the team, and I think LeBron has never ever in his life had any sort of point guard like Pat Bev ever on his team. So. That helps, but I just, I, I honestly, for the Lakers right now, in my opinion, and this is a hot take, they are wasting LeBron's last years. They are wasting LeBron's last years right now. LeBron is wasting his last years. I was going to say LeBron is wasting it. He, the, LeBron had a chance to walk away and go do something else. He decided to stay. That's he, did, he pulled he a Tom Brady and came back. He pulled <laughs> he a won. Tom Brady. He wanted, he wants a championship. He wants, or he wants to wait to play with his son, whichever. But still, unfortunately, he won't be able to play with his son. But that's okay, though. I mean, no, he we'll could. He Bronny, Bronny, can't cut. Bronny is not coming to the league. Bronny is going to go to the G League first, or he's going to go to he's going to go Ohio State. Bryce will probably come to the NBA faster. Yeah. Uh, Hold on, that is my hot wait. take. Hold on. Yeah. So. Now I have two hot takes. Uh, here we go. No, ah, number crap. one hot Pandora's take. Box. So, Sorry, hot man. take number one is I blame you. The Lakers need to make sure that Anthony Davis can actually make it to an NBA game with his like feather, like ankles and legs, because the only way that the Lakers are going to be able to do anything is if he is going to be able to stay healthy. And right now. They, the Lakers need a lot of help. But hot take number two. So, if you're an NBA team and LeBron wants to play with his son, you're not telling me that you would do whatever it takes to get Bronny on your team and so you can have LeBron come with you as well 
It would be a package deal. It's no. not. It's not. It's not the point, though. Right now, he's already. He's already said to Bronny, "I don't want you to do something that you don't want to do." And if Bronny doesn't feel comfortable taking that leap because he's not comfortable playing in this environment yet, he's not going to do it. Yeah. Bronny, listen. He's going to go to Ohio State. He's going to stay there for probably two to three years. Exactly. He's going to have. I think honestly, Bronny is, and I think Kevin, you and I have talked about this. Bronny is a good high school basketball player i think having the name behind it has added to his luster and that glow that people see now granted i did see a couple highlights for his game a couple weeks ago and he looked stunning it looked looked like he turned a page which is great everything that i've read everything i've seen bryce is going to be that that kid that's going to you know, once they approve coming right back out of high school, being 18 or 19 years old, whatever they're going to change it to, he's going to do that. I think I, I, that's, I honestly he's, think he's, he's, he's and already, he's already six, six, he's already six, five, six, six. He's, he's already got the height to go. Yeah. Bronny's shorter than him. Yeah. Bronny, Bronny's going to top out like six, five. If anything, Bronny's going to top out at six, five. That's a good that's shooting good. guard right there. That's a good yeah. shooting guard. Um, but let's talk, we'll go back to the Lakers. They brought in a guy that hates your other point guard. Like, straight up, they hate each other. Right. They are not friends. This does not work. I don't care that LeBron, that it's LeBron's, like, best, probably one of the better point guards, like, mindset-wise and defensively that he's ever played with. Because he's had some pretty damn good point guards. Kyrie Irving, when he was not crazy... Um, he's really good. He's still really, really good. He's just a little, little loco. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like this experiment that is going on in LA needs to be blown up. And I truly believe it starts with, um, the GM going to LeBron and saying, we're not doing it your way anymore. We can't, this is and to me, it, the, the Lakers and the Celtics are the two most storied franchises in NBA history. They right. always will be. I don't think you'll ever see more team like teams get to that pinnacle like we like the two of them are. Mm-hmm. The Celtics have taken the right step in the direction. The Lakers traded away everybody. They traded away draft picks. They've traded away. I thought the dumbest move was getting rid of Josh Hart. I thought he was phenomenal. Then they got rid of the kid. Um, Ingram. They got rid of Ingram. They got rid of, well, but it was a kid from last year. They traded off in the middle of the season who was actually pretty decent. And I can't remember. Was it Thornton? Kevin? Uh, Thornton, got, Thornton got traded during the, during the offseason. 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 Yeah. But like, That's how they got Pat Beverly. Yeah. Why do you want to keep getting older when it's been proven that doesn't work? You got to have young talent around you to make up for how bad they shot last night. First off, because that was atrocious. Um, but both teams shot atrocious in the first quarter at three from the three point line. So, well, again, you got to remember if if you're and that, and there, there's the biggest thing about basketball, right? You got to figure out where you how you want to build your team. Is it defense? Is it shooting? Is it driving to the basket? Is it is it post up? Is it is it transition game? 
there's tons of things that you have to figure out, right? Who's the I, big I don't white know. guy? <laughs> uh, Hardinson. He they got him uh from the Bulls. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's not that bad. But I I don't he's I just never understood their game plan when even when they didn't even before they got Russ right I didn't understand the game plan like they had Rondo and I thought all right having Rondo as a backup point guard is great Rondo doesn't have to start necessarily he could be the guy that ends the game for you but you knew you had LeBron there and I said okay well then you can run it like a point guard was offense you can have LeBron do his thing or whatever it is no full well Rondo's not a really big not a really good not a really great shooter you can have him be the guy at the end of the game. That way, you can at least, you know, figure out how the game's going. To come back with no point at all, then to go back and say, we're going to, take, we're going to get Russ. Russ, the, Russ needs the ball in his hands 24-7. He needs to get every rebound. He needs to dictate the pace. I mean, you, you, it, you, there's no way in, there's no way in basketball lore when that's ever worked. It didn't work in Houston. It didn't work in OKC. It didn't work in Washington. So if it didn't work in the one place that I, the one place that, that it should always work is in Washington. Washington's has never been good except for a couple of years in between. It didn't work. So that's an obvious sign right there, right? If it didn't work in Washington, it wasn't going to work there. And I, I just don't understand it. It just doesn't. And, and to bring Pat Pev in, I think Pat Bev is a great guy. He's a great player. I think he's not a starting point guard. He's a come off the bench point guard. He's a sixth man. He's a guy because he's not a consistent scorer. You got if the guy's going to start, he has to be a consistent scorer. Because they how much they went down? Like, what was it like? They went down. They were almost down like five, ten points when he started. He starts the game. It's really tough to in basketball. It's really tough to play from behind consistently because you got to work that much harder in order to get back into the game. There's just no way around. It. It's true. That's, and that's what they keep every game. If you watch them, every game that they play from behind, where they get outplayed by the guards and get outplayed by the coaches that understand what they're doing, they lose because by the time LeBron gets his 30 35 and get back into the game, he's gassed. And then by the time the middle of that fourth quarter hits, that that, that three point shot is not there. That that drive to the basket isn't the same it was, you know, in the first quarter when he's dunking over somebody. It, it's a layup. It's it's a finger roll. It's it's a kick out somebody for a three who, again, and hit a three. Yeah. So, you know, Cyrus out here dropping bombs, people. Well, Which, I mean, but yeah, it's just blow it up. Here's the thing I want to say though. Remember, I was saying earlier about Minnesota. I believe that by the middle of the season, if not by the middle of this season, by the end of the season, Cat from Minnesota, Carlton Towns will end up on the Lakers. Pushing, pushing Anthony Davis over to the four. They will have a hybrid four or five, and they still have LeBron there. They'll, they'll find a way to move Russ. They'll find a way to move Russ, and then put Cat in, and then they'll, they'll try to find it. They'll try to find a way to get another point guard or two. And I think this will be their last gas next year to try to get LeBron a championship. And then after this, mm. I think they'll, I think they'll go. I think everybody I'll go right back. back. My wife's calling me. Okay, sounds good. All right. So, um, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, Zai. Yeah. So I think that I think that they'll just after that they'll just wipe they'll wipe every but they'll wipe everything out and they'll just start all over again. So talk to me about that, Cyrus. While Merritt is on the phone, uh, talking to his wife. Shout out to him. So, with that, 
Hold what on. She, would it be? Go ahead. She totally forgot that I had my podcast tonight. She's like, oh my God, you have your podcast, you have your podcast. I go, yeah. She goes, why'd you answer? I go, because last time you called, you had a pop tire. So I was making sure you'd have a pop tire. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to her. <laughs> sorry, what did I miss? So, Cyrus. So, ladies, shout out to Cyrus's hot take, saying oh, that by the cap? middle of middle of this year, or next Carl Anthony Towns will be wearing purple and gold. I just, I but like here, that Cyrus. Take. Explain to me what what's that trade going to look like? Yeah, that's the problem. Like, so the money that, that, that won't equal out. That trade, what that trade will do is this. They'll they'll probably wind up trading a couple guys off the bench. Um, it'll be like, not to Scott or Anderson. It'll be a couple other guys. They'll try to see if they can move Westbrook. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, what's probably going to wind up happening is they're probably going to wind up making a three-team trade in order to fit this they all in. They would need it. Yeah, you yeah. need it. Is, so the probably, money's not, you wouldn't be able to do that straight up because the money right, won't so work I, equal out. Right. Add so, in the draft capital that Minnesota would probably want in return. I don't know if the Lakers have any more picks left. But, but that's the thing. I think I think what's going to happen is, and I don't know what the third team is. I'm just going by clearly by what what I what I think I've I've seen from from the way that the way everything's going in Minnesota. Cat's going to go there because that's the only place I think Cat can really go because he can't go east because everybody in the east has a legit guy that can play his position or does something better than him. Yeah, right? but I, I think he would still be successful in the East, depending on the team that he goes to. No, no, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Think, At that part, I'm not disagreeing with. I'm just saying that everybody's This is a tougher with, route to the NBA Finals. Yeah, everybody's set up for that. Like, so for him to go East, he would have to go to a true contender because he couldn't, he couldn't go to, let's say, he couldn't go to, he couldn't go to the Sixers and replace no nah, uh, yeah no he couldn't go there either <laughs> he could we just have to trade away the farm <laughs> exactly. that, and that's the thing so you would have to trade away the farm near he couldn't go to Brooklyn because Brooklyn have to get rid of just about everybody they don't really have <laughs> um, who wants it to go to Brooklyn I I'm wouldn't just saying, I'm, I'm just saying I'm just thinking about teams he couldn't go to he couldn't go to Milwaukee 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 would tell him, "Listen, you can't, you you can't, we can't have you playing the way you play. We already have a year, right? So they'll throw him. They'll, he'll be gone. He can't go to the Sixers because they would have to get rid of the farm there. Um, Miami, Miami could take him. The Heat would take him, but again, they would have to get rid of a lot in order to get him, and that's not Pat Riley's mo. I think that Miami wouldn't have to give it up as much as you'd think." And that could almost be a straight up deal. It could because money wise, all you need to do is you probably throw in Bam. You're gonna get rid of Bam. He's gonna go up to Minnesota, but that wouldn't make sense for Minnesota because they already have a defensive stopper in right. uh, Gobert. But let's just say they take the Bam as your choice, right? Bam, Duncan Robinson with his contract, right? What Towns is making twenty five. 26. 26. Those two combined, you're already past the salary. You're already your salaries are matched. 
But remember, Pat Riley's never remember Pat, Pat right. Riley. He's never right. he's never gonna he's never just gonna come back and take those two for straight up. He's always gonna right. Want he's gonna want something more. He's probably gonna want a draft a minimum of a second round draft pick yeah. at most at, at most a first round draft pick five years from now. Something right, right. But that would work because that would clear Miami from a horrible contract with Duncan Robinson. Right. The highest grossing person ever to come out of New great state of New Hampshire. Good for you, Duncan. Good for you. Good for you. Um, and also get you away from, I like Bam, but I also think Bam thinks he's the number one player on his team. And he, on certain game days, he might be the fifth best player on his team. Man. So I, he needs to go somewhere where he can still be the one or two option. And going to Minnesota, even if you keep it at Gobert, Bam, Russ, um, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Anthony Edwards, you have two prolific shooters, right? You have a defensive stopper who's going to out-rebound anybody. You have another defensive stopper who's going to out-rebound. They're going to try to out-rebound each other each game and probably put place bets on it who out-rebounds who and who's buying dinner after the game. Right, but Bam also can shoot. Bam has the ability to to step back to eighteen feet, better than Gobert, not as good as Towns. But you also bring in a a a guy who needs a fresh start in Duncan Robinson, who typically is a light out shooter. That could work. Um, I think that would work. I think the Lakers would work, but the Lakers would need to give up a lot. Even if you do a three-team deal, well, here's here's so here's here's the play. Here's the, here's the kicker too, right? There's three teams that can lump into that that really do need to get a new fresh start. Kings, we talked about the Pacers, which the Pacers deal. They've is. already been trying with the Pacers, and the Pacers told the Lakers to screw off. Right, but if you put a third team in there to get all this done, who's to say that? You, who's to say that Indiana doesn't say no? But again, let's just say Indiana does say no. Take them out, right? So you have the Kings. You have Oklahoma City, who got who's Jet Holmgren just got hurt. He's out for the season. Yeah, right? they're not going to touch him. They're, that 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 team is. No, on I'm not the saying rise. him. I'm not saying him. But that team, that team does need to get somewhat moved around. You got the. You got the. Yeah. They got 20 first round draft. They got 20 first round draft picks over the next five years. I'm not talking about them. They're good. They're good. Okay, they're good. All right. So get past it. But my point is, there's a bunch of other lower teams that. Need to give people get people out of there to get fresh starts. I could see Indy. I could definitely see Indy if you do a three team deal. Indy gives up Turner. Turner goes to Minnesota. In return, Towns goes to LA. LA give, and you almost depending on the ask, and depending on how you want to look at it, LA gives up AD. Do you give? No, up I think you need. You? That's the question. Anthony Do you Davis. give up on Anthony Davis and ki- give the keys to a kid who is proven to stay healthy and also do the exact same thing Anthony Davis can do? Only if, only if. That's would, the only. Yeah, that's the only. That's the biggest say, question. Here's what I would say. I would say yes because right now Anthony Davis proven that he can't stay healthy now. What I would say is if I'm moving him back east, which is good, because I don't want to keep him out in the west because you know he's going to come back and bite your ass in the west. 
right? He can't stay in the West. He's going to come back to bite you if he's in the West. It's just the way it's going to work, right? It's just the way the life is. He's going to go to misery in fucking Indianapolis. So it's right. So, but it, he think about it this way: if he goes, in, if he goes to Indianapolis, he goes to Indianapolis. It's a it's a fresh start with a team that. He, listen, he won this championship. No, honestly, I think he could look at he could reserve to say, listen, I've won my championship. I was on championship teams. I've done my thing like I was supposed to do. I'm fine with that at this point in my career. Not unless the only way that Anthony Davis will win another championship right now, he has to go to another team, take a lesser role. That's the only way he's going to win another championship now, right? So he can go to Indiana. I just like watching Kevin. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I do it the 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 big white guy that you just were talking about before, Hartenstein, just did like a really good hustle play, and he's just about to go up and and one, twenty seven, twenty eight. Well, now it's twenty eight, twenty eight now. I got twenty eight, twenty three. Shout out to Isaiah. He's from Eugene, Oregon. Shout out to him. Nice job. Nice. Oh, well, and that's and and again as a Knicks fan, so just sorry to dive off the trade talk, but that's what. New Yorkers want to see. They want to see people playing hard mm-hmm. and <laughs> winning. And, you know, not things like that happening. But All right. so let's continue. Let's move on from the Lakers talk because we've been. Yeah, you spent like a good like two it. hours. We're basically being a dead horse. Right. Sorry, yeah. everyone, if the you don't like that analogy, but that's the best one I got. It's rough. It's rough. Pick one team. Okay. From any conference. Mm. Who is the one team that you're paying attention to this year? That that is not our team. So I'm not picking the Celtics because it's stupid. You're not picking the Bulls, and Kevin, you're not picking the Lakers or the Knicks. I wouldn't pay attention to. I'd probably pay more attention to the Knicks this year, to be honest, than the Lakers. Um, but let's not pick our. Our not pick our teams. Okay. So Cyrus, you first, sir. Washington Wizards. Okay. All right. Interesting. Why? Because if they don't, if that team does not do well, because they've been they've been trying to get pieces so much together, trying to keep the core with the new coach and everything else. Mm-hmm. Bradley Bill needs a new home. I mm. can see him make. I can see him make a home. I can see him make a home to a top to let's say top six teams in the league. I, I don't, you know, however you want to frame them. To I can see him going to a top six team in the league and maybe making the finals this year is his first playoff berth. I mean, first playoff. That man, that man, I think the only issue you're going to come across is no one's going to touch that contract. I agree. I agree. But if somebody say, like I said, by midseason, if somebody has a couple of cash off injuries, things happen, and you need. That yeah. guy to come in, like you said, you're talking about maybe you know dumping AD if something doesn't work out or whatever it is. This may be the opportunity to go and put this guy in place. He gives you 30 points a game plus defense. He puts you right back in the mix again, you know. Yeah, you can get rid of AD and Russ in one package. Yeah, or I mean, any team. I'm just saying, them, and they can keep Porzingis. <laughs> <laughs> any side. Any, any top six team, think about it. He, he can put them on the sixes. Say the sixes don't work out, right? The thing with Harden and the rest of them don't work out the way they want. They could drop Tobias Harris and a couple other players, bring Bill in, and then boom, there you go. They got their guy that can come that can that doesn't necessarily need the ball to score. That's true. All right, Kevin, what about you? I went and looked at the the teams now of all of the teams in the NBA. One team I'm looking at. 
New Orleans Pelicans. I was gonna pick them, so I will change my vote to a different team. But I'm so I, sorry. Don't worry. That was. I want to see them do well. I really do. I want to see that same team that we saw in the playoffs that gave the Suns a run for their money, added with a Zion Williamson. Can because I'm just picturing. Can you picture that team and the hustle and bustle that they were giving and add in a a big man that they can throw the ball into with some pure athleticism in Zion? I'm hoping that boy stays healthy. I want him to be healthy. The league wants to see him with his exciting game. The league needs him to be healthy. Yeah. You know, we we need him to be yeah, they need him to be healthy. Uh and by all means, if anybody has seen his media photo, he has put in the work and looks phenomenal. So I'm really hoping that they can really continue that trend and maybe make a push this year, maybe win a possible playoff round, and we'll see how much of a star Zion is. Uh I think I agree. That Zion picture they showed from his rookie year to this year. Crazy. Even from last year to this year, because mm-hmm. we all saw what happened in the first offseason. Zion did not take care of Zion. Zion got a little big. And that probably added to everything. I think I think with I think what Charles Barkley said to him, he took the heart. When yeah. Chuck was talking about how he had that and Moses Malone said, listen. Coach said, I'm not going to play your bleep behind if you, you know, you don't get your, get your butt in shape. You just, it, maybe this got stuck to me. Like, listen, hey, I can't, yeah. Listen to, to the guy who is a very big human being. You want to go get your money, Zion. Play well. Um, but I do want to see him play. He did say, they asked him if he was going to play this week uh, in the first game, and he said, oh, hell yeah, I'll be in there. So I'm excited. I I think that team with Ingram, I like, I really, I'm a big fan of Josh Hart. I think he is a stellar player that can come off the bench or be a starter, um, depending on the team. And with Zion, all of them are good. All like, is Josh Hart with the, with the Pelicans now? Is he with another? Yeah, he was part of that trade. He was part of the Brandon Ingram trade. And then they signed him to like a three year extension this offseason. I, th- I thought he went to a different team, though. Mm-mm. And who do they have for a point guard down there now? Uh, um, Who's the kid from Portland? Yes, I'm trying to think of his name. He beat Duke in the... In the, in the uh, McCollum. McCollum, yes. McCollum. And they just signed him to a massive extension. They got McCollum, and they still got that young guy, Alvarado, yep. coming off the bench. So, like, no, I no, mean... Josh, Josh, Hart is in, Josh Hart is in Portland now. Take that back. He's in Portland now because he was in that trade. Oh, that gave, that yes, gave him you're right. You're right. You are right. Thank you for correcting me. Sorry. It just, it, it, You're good. No, I'd rather have the right information. <laughs> um, all right, my team, because Kevin took mine. Of course he did. It always does. I'm actually. And oh, gonna... my God. Sorry, guys. Just this, <laughs> this man, Hartenstein, is just wheeling and dealing right now. Okay, I'll pay attention when it comes back up on my screen. Um, the Sorry, one... I just had that. That was hysterical. Oh, my God. Um, the one team. I I hope does well because they keep getting top draft picks. I actually am intrigued to see what Orlando can do. Mm. I think are they 
a bottom feeder again? Yes, they are definitely a bottom feeder team. But you brought in the number one draft pick. You have some decent talent around you. Cole Anthony is, you know, if he's not in Orlando, say Cole Anthony was on the Celtics, the Knicks, or the Lakers, or the Bulls, right. we're talking about Cole Anthony every day because Cole Anthony is that kind of player. Right. He's in Orlando. He becomes non-existent, uh, except for when he decides to dunk in Tim's on a basketball court. Please never do that again. That was horrendous. Yeah. Um, but I would say that and terrifying because he could have screwed his ankles up, lost his career, or a tore up a knee. Oh yeah. And then another team I'm just going to throw out here because um, none of us have said it: the Houston Rockets. Honestly, I honestly I I, you I think hear, they're going to be your surprise. I, I, I think I think it I think it's I think Orlando. Here's what I think. I think Orlando. If you put the right coach in Orlando, that team can be. Who's the, who's the coach it, down there right now? That's how bad it is. I don't even know. I yeah. don't even. Know. I don't know either. Yeah. Oh, so, last I knew it was like Van Gundy, and that was like years ago. But if you think about it, they have three guys that are over that are over six ten that can shoot and post. Yep. They got three of them. They got the they got the one kid. They got the kid the kid Wendell Carter got from the Bulls in the Bulls trade. He's over. He's over six. He's over six ten, and he's the guy that's like the rim runner, the shot blocker. They but he's have, also like got handles. Yeah, we have to remember that all these guys can handle the ball. Right. So and then Panchero is six eight, six six seven, six eight. Mm. Right, and he's. He's playing in the mid post so much. So they have so much talent, so much raw. Wait, are we talking about the magic or the or the magic? Magic. Okay. Okay. But they have so much raw talent. If you could get the right coach there, yeah, you. you, I think, and Merritt would agree. You guys agree with me. I think once you figured out through the weeds, like who was better than who, you would probably have to get rid of some of those guys because you keep all the seven footers there. Just makes no sense. You would have to get rid of some of the seven footers, some of the taller guys that you have on the team, because you need to get some other players or wings into the into the program, right? So you would have to get, but you'd be able to get some guys back. But if you got the right coach in there, that team, those those guys would be freaking phenomenal. Yeah, you got Cole, you got Cole Anthony, got Panchero. Gary Harris, when he does come back from his injury, is a very good player. He's not he's not overly hyped, but he is a very solid player. And, and you always need those type of guys. Um, they have. I'm looking at the roster right now. So let me let me listen to this. And a lot of these are like recent, like they're all young. Yeah. They are young. I'm starting. So let's go. You have Jonathan Isaac. These two guys that I'm gonna I'm not even gonna read their names because I don't know how to pronounce their names. I'm so sorry. Jalen Suggs. Paolo Banchero. I for, I totally forgot about Jalen Suggs. Yeah, see, see? he got a he had a massive yeah. knee injury and he's very yeah. lucky he's not, you not have, playing all year. You yeah. have R.J. Hampton, Mo Bamba, Bull Bull is on this team. And Bull Bull's coming off of a not playing last year because of a knee injury. Yeah, you have Markel Fultz, Gary Harris, Moritz Wagner. You also have Franz Wagner. You had Admiral Schofield there no last year. Yeah. <laughs> Terrence Ross is probably the most tenured person on this team. Yeah, he's the and oldest. Then, he's 30-something. And yeah. then Wendell Carter and Cole Anthony. 
and their head coach is Jamal Mosley. Didn't Jamal Mosley play in the NBA? Yeah, he did. No, that it did he play in the NBA? Yeah. Jamal yeah. Mosley. Jam, that name sounds very, very familiar. He played. He played. He had a he had a handful of years in the league. He bounced around. He bounced I feel around. like he was the last time I knew he. Uh, one of the teams he played for, I think, was the Bulls. I don't know why that's sticking in my head. The Bulls or the Rockets? I know it was a team, right? Yeah, yeah. But as you as you read those off, Kevin, what I would like you to look at is look at their heights, and you tell me what tell me the height. There, all it. I think the minimum height requirement to be on the team is six ten. See, it's crazy. Terrence Ross is Terrence Ross and your Cole your Anthony guards are your Wallace. shortest guys because yeah. Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, and Terrence Ross are not tall human beings. They're tall, but not NBA tall human beings. I think they're like six. Like you have, I think six two, six one, and then Terrence Ross is, I think, six five, six six. Six Fultz is like six four, six five. That is. Cole Anthony is like six three and Markel's six two, I think. Is what they're around. I mean, I have the damn page on here. Well, I have the damn page. Like, well, Suggs, 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 okay. is like Suggs is like six three. Merritt, you are correct. Cole Anthony is six three. That was a shot in the dark. Terrence, <laughs> Terrence, Terrence Ross is six seven. Oh wow. Taller than I thought he'd be. So Gary Harris is also on the on the tall, not the taller than six four. Markel Fultz is also 6'4. But, and then you keep well, going. Markel Fultz plays like he's smaller. Then yeah. you keep going. Bull Bull, 7'2. Mo Bamba, 7 feet. Powell Banchero, 6'10. Jalen Suggs, 6'5. Then Jonathan Isaac, he is 6'10. 6'8. 6'8. Let's see. Oh my God, this is. These guys would make all of us look like midgets. Yeah. Wag- Wagner six eleven. The other wag the Wagner six ten. Schofield. Oh, this is the other smallest. He's six five. Admiral Schofield six five. And Wendell Carter Jr. six ten. So they have the second tallest lineup besides. The golden, yeah. uh, the uh, thunder, rather. It, yeah, and 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 Admiral Schofield is actually he plays, he plays in the post. He doesn't. Yes. Play, he plays in the post. He doesn't. Like, whatever. He was at Tennessee. He played. Yeah, he, he was played, like their power yeah. forward. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> All right. Good God. But that goes right. to show you. But that goes to show you. And like in Houston, the thing I said in the, when you got when you said Houston, Houston, I think it'd be a good team, but. They have to again. That's another team. You have to figure out. You have a youth movement going on. Figure out which way you want to go. Who is your guy? Like if if Jalen, if the guy, we already like, know who their guy is. We all know that it's Jalen Green. It's, right? it's right? Jalen Green. If Jay, but I'm saying if Jalen Green is going to be your guy, but the pick they made this year during the draft kind of scratches your head because they have they they brought in somebody in the draft that they they were sitting there saying in the draft that the draft coach were. He shoots jump shots. He opens up the lanes for Jalen and the rest of them. My problem with that is where you want him to play at because you need a guy in the post. You got rid of your guy that was in the post. You got rid of him. You need a guy that you got to stick in the post because he's got to play Anthony Davis. He's got to play the bigger guys. Who Are you talking about Houston? Jabari, yeah, Jamari Smith. Jabari Smith has got to play the bigger guy now. Well, Jabari Smith's 6'11". Yeah, right, but you, he's, but a, big he's a big guy. guy that he, he's an outside guy. No, he, he could play inside. He played inside and outside in college. Um, they think he'd be able to battle those guys down low. Yeah, and also you have Bowman. 
stop. They have Bobin. That's all that matters. The guy is 7'5". Oh, they oh well, they'll be fine. And yeah, he'll start every game. Yeah, they have Bobin. Bobin will not be able to last like more than like 20 minutes. Um, He's 7'4". Let's see. They have Bruno Fernando, who used to play for the Celtics. He got traded down there with um, Schroeder, who is actually a pretty good high energy type, like forward, power forward. Um, but you are right. They are small. They are a smaller team. They need The biggest thing they need to figure out is what are they going to do with Eric Gordon? Are they going to keep him? Or are they going to let him go and trade him somewhere else? Um, well, that was the other thing. We had kept talking about the Lakers. I was going to be honest with you. That would be another player I could see them making a move to get because he could – because with all the young talent that they have on the team, they really don't need anything coming back. They could get rid of Gordon and just take whatever crap you want to send them and roll with it. The oldest player that's not Boban – or Eric Gordon is 25 years old on this team. Yep. And, and who the hell is that? Garrison Matthews, shooting not guard. A clue who the hell that is. My I don't guy. know either. He's a white kid. Not to him. Good for you, buddy. Like, seriously. Okay, we're going to move on. And this is going to be quick because we've been talking about this stuff forever. Um, no explanation on your top 10 teams from each conference. Just list them out. Cyrus? Go first. Oh my God! Ten teams. It's your top ten because that's like overall. Do you want it from the league or from from the league or from overall? Overall. Okay. It says each conference. Stop it! I'm changing it. Okay. (laughs) I have to because we are running so long. I mean, that's why I was like, we don't need to talk about the other topic today because this is going to take over the whole thing. All right. I wouldn't even go over season awards yet. Okay. All right. My God. Okay. We're not, everyone that's listening right now, we're not going to talk about the NCAA. We'll probably do that next week. We'll yes. talk about that next yeah, week. I'll be, back, I'll be back for that next week. Fine. Just, I'll come back. Oh for that my next God. Week. You guys, <laughs> you are, I, mean, I don't even know what I'm going to do to you two. I might, I, I might, I might kill you both. I might. You so might do you want me to get my 10 or what? Yes. yes. Go. Okay, right. go. And do it per conference this time around now, since we're going to just talk about NBA. Yes. Per conference. Per conference. All right. Um, I got. I'm doing five each conference, right? No, oh, ten from ten each, each conference because it's it's always it's been the top ten teams make the playoffs now. Okay. All right. And it does not have to be one through ten. It's. Oh no! I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. Go ahead, side. Uh, Sixers, Boston, Heat, Charlotte. Uh, that's four. You got four. Um, Chicago, Milwaukee, seven. Um, I think roll down, roll down, roll down, roll down. Um, Brooklyn, that's seven, right? That's seven or eight. Gotta be eight. Yeah, that's eight. Um, Honestly, I don't think there's ten. Honestly, I don't think I can't think of I can't think of other ones that that are really that much better. I, that's I can only think of eight. That's that's really because there's everybody. We'll, we'll, we'll rock it at eight if anything. All right. Well, you also have, you know, Toronto. You have the Knicks. No. You have uh, let's see, why am I forgetting certain teams? Oh, the Pistons, the Cavaliers. 
All right, Cavaliers. You can throw the Cavaliers in there. Okay. All right. That's um, pretty much all the teams. Western Conference. Uh, just do eight. Just do your top eight. Make it. No, no I, I was going to do. I could do ten. I was just trying to figure. Golden State, Golden State, Clippers. Um, you got Minnesota's going to be in there. As bad as as bad as they are, just too talented not to be. Um, uh, you have uh, Phoenix. U- Utah is going to be in there. They always make the playoffs, even with the baddest teams. They already always do make the playoffs. Um, uh, Denver. The Pelicans are going to be in there. Um, that's tough. You're right. Hold on. I got. I got you got to. You got to get the list up. I think you need the list. I, I have the list up on my phone. The Nuggets. Did you yeah. say? Did you say Denver? Yeah, I did say Denver. You have Portland. Portland. No. You have the Grizz. Memphis. Memphis will be there. Uh, I believe that San Antonio will be there. They will be in the mix. Um, I said New Orleans, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. No, okay. Dallas and Dallas and the Dallas Mavericks and Dallas Mavericks. Perfect. Okay. okay. Kevin, go. Sure. No problem, sir. No stress whatsoever. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> uh, I I have my all the teams listed so what i'll do is i will try and i will take 10 i will take every single team from the atlantic division so that is five so boston brooklyn new york philly toronto followed by that i'm gonna take my guy Giannis and the bucks that's six i'm gonna take the Cavs with their improved roster at seven i will go ahead and take uh, Cyrus's team, the Chicago Bulls, at eight, and then at nine and ten, uh, I'm going with the Charlotte Hornets and the Miami Heat. I was waiting for you to say the Heat. I was like, oh geez. I was gonna say you leave the Heat out. I mean, you can't do that. Yeah, that was that been that been well, bad. Sorry, I was reading from left to right on the screen. It started with the Atlantic Division first, so oh, I okay. went it that way. All right, All right. so. Uh, my Western Conference teams my that I think are playoff bound. I am going. We will go Golden State for sure. Phoenix for sure. Clippers with the John Wall-led Clippers. And damn, we didn't even talk about that move. John oh, Wall no going one, to the Clippers. No one Totally did. forgot about that one. But Honestly, I, honestly it, yes, that, that's it. Go ahead, finish. Go ahead, finish. I know, I know it. it's, I, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. But so that's three. Uh, from the Pacific, I like Luca and Dallas. The Grizz, New Orleans is really awesome. So that's six right there. Uh, Denver with a healthy Jamal Murray. And Kevin and Porter. Then, and Porter. And Porter. Yeah. Is Porter uh, back yet though? Porter. I thought he wasn't coming back until the midseason. But he's still, but he's still be back for the season though. That's saying it's that good. Back for the season. Okay, so that's seven. I'm going to go Minnesota 8. And then these last two are going to be tough. Uh, But I'm going to go with – I love Dame. I'll take Portland, and I will take 
my Los Angeles Lakers coming in at tenth, fighting it out. Oh jeez. I mean, it may not even have it that way, but like when there's a will, sometimes there's a way. Oh god. I I if the Lakers win more than 30 games this year, I will be shocked. I honestly that's how bad I think they're gonna be. Um, this is probably gonna be LeBron's worst year since his rookie year. Um with everything. All right, I'm gonna start with the Western Conference. Golden State. Dallas, Denver, uh, the Pelicans, the Clippers, of course, the Suns, the Timberwolves, Utah, no, actually not Utah, screw Utah, Memphis, <laughs> um, <laughs> Portland, and then my surprise team, who I think is going to figure this stuff out because they, they looked like they were going to last year, I'm going to sneak in the Rockets. I'm going to sneak the Rockets in there, um, mainly because that young team, if they can click at the right time and they can play the way that we saw them play last year in spurts, if they can keep that spurt going for a longer period of time, that is a scary team for any of the top teams in the any team in the NBA. Um, so I think that, sorry, Kevin, your, your Lakers will not make the playoffs, neither will the Utah Jazz. Um, or the Kings or the, or the San Antonio Spurs. But Eastern Conference, of course. Celtics, yep. You already knew that that team. The, Cel- <laughs> the Celtics. <laughs> I can't even. We're live. <laughs> We're live, as Chris would say. Oh, boy. The Celtics, the um, Hawks, the Cavs. Heat, Milwaukee, Nets, Toronto, Philly, the Hornets. And I think Cyrus is going to hate me for this one, but I'm going to have to go with the Knicks. I don't. And Cyrus, the only reason I say that is because that's the Bulls team last year after ball went down, fell apart. And you may not have him again for this year. That's the only reason. If Ball was playing right now, if he was healthy, he was good to go. I think the Bulls are a top three team. I agree with that because we we had I had a conversation. I actually had a conversation with my dad because my dad was asking me about it. Um, Shout out to my dad who's a huge Sixers fan. Um, (laughs) You know, I said to him, I said he's like, "What do you think about your Bulls?" I said, "You know, the thing is." They built this team with Lonzo being the linchpin, being the guy, the glue guy that does all the little stuff. And he's not, he's never been really healthy. No. And, I think that, and I think that's the thing with a lot of NBA players. If you can, if you're not healthy or reliable, it's tough for me to sit there and say, I can build, I can build the team, not around you, but build pieces around you to work. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Tough. I can't, I can't put like this circle in a square peg. Like, I right. need I need to have the circle. I need you. Right. I need this. Yeah. Right. It's just and and with the with the <laughs> I see that. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> Everyone that you, you will not see that come up, but Kevin decided to write in the chat that the Pelicans are currently beating the Brooklyn Nets fifty eight to fifty at halftime. 
Wow. Hold on. I, I'm looking at the stats. I just saw the the highlights. And then Zion is, is looking scary. fun. Oh. He's running up and down the floor, smiling, laying the ball up, spin move, dribble through the legs. Dude, their five out of their four starters already have double digit points for the the Pelicans. No, it's let's crazy. see the Nets. Durant has twenty one. The oh. next closest next closest is Claxton with nine. That's crazy. Ben Simmons. Oh yeah, no. Kyrie <laughs> Irving has four. That's crazy. Oh my god. Thank I had you. a thank had you, to... baby Jesus, for this. Like this this just made my day. I had to drop the bomb there. Um but Cyrus, if like Cody White, if Kobe White can actually again stay healthy. Right. He's a less he's you know a lesser version of Lonzo. Yeah, in a certain aspect. Sure. He's a, he's probably a better shooter yes. than Lonzo Ball is, especially when he was at UNC. He was a phenomenal three point shooter, but I think they just miss it. I love Zach Levine. I love the team that they're building. I think they're there, but they don't have that point guard anymore. And I think that, and I think that's part of the problem. They didn't. They don't have the point guard. And not that I don't love Vucevic, right? I, I just don't think that. With all the players that they have, which is a lot, they're a lot of perimeter players, you need a guy that you can put down in the post that you can give me 10 to 15 points. Yes, I know it's old school and everybody hates it, but it uh, it works. It's it, all the tell all the dynasties, all the teams that have won have shown it. If you got a guy that you can put down and give me 10 or 15 points when the game gets tough. I'm not talking about when the game's in the flow and everything. I'm talking about when the game slows down and everything gets stopped. That when you put a guy down the post. Give me 10, 15 points or be productive enough to, to, to take up take up like five minutes of time. I, I you know, I think that you know rounds out the team, but they don't have that. And Vucevic is not that guy. Vucevic, Vucevic is a pop, is a popping, is a is a is a is a stretch five that can take that can take the other guy's man. But he's defensively, he's so bad, he just doesn't do anything and if he's offensively if he's not on there's he's no good to you you know and, and that's and that's going that's that's a problem especially if you're hoping to win you know you you got Levine you got Debo you know you you have some assembly of a point guard and you got Patrick Williams and now you got these you got the, the kid from from uh, Illinois and a couple other you know rookies that are very promising you need that guy that can put it that can put it all together down low, and they just they just don't have it right now. They need that guy. Yep. All right. Here we go. This is going to be the fun part because this is going to get everyone really heated. I think. Um, <laughs> Are we wanted at seasonable awards? I don't. I'm not caring about those. Those those don't mean anything. Okay. This. Oh yeah. I have. To, oh, I forgot about that, Kevin. Thank you. Um, yes, we will do that after. You reminded me. Do you have that up on your phone? I do. Okay, cool. Um, no. I want NBA Finals predictions and your NBA champ. 
Okay. And, and this is just, I'll let Kev go first. Here's the thing. This is going to be written down. So okay. after the season is done, we <laughs> will get back together. And whoever is, you know, the whoever picks the right one or, you know, whatever wins. We're not going to win anything. You're just going to get a round of applause. Um, but Kevin. The season is, wait a minute. The season is over in June, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how about this, right? I I, I have this I have this house that we can technically, if you want to do a, like a podcast, if we Ooh. all stand, well, we could. Maybe we, you know, maybe we, you know, I provide the winner or whatever it is. We provide, we do drinks or shots or something over. Ooh, I like this idea. I like this idea as well. All right, I like this. All right, I will. Uh... Kevin and I can bring our mics and we can make it a fun little podcast. All right, we're good. All right, we'll do that. I have a din. I have a. I have a. I have a family room that has a TV right behind it, so we can watch TV and all kinds of other stuff. Everyone, you hear this? Everyone is listening to this, right? Cyrus is giving us his home for an after NBA party, where the three of us are just going to come together and talk the NBA season and drink. Yo, I live love it. on live. the podcast. Kevin will throw it up on Insta, all that fun stuff. Yes. Oh, God, this is going to be horrible. Okay, so, Kevin, <laughs> with that, because I don't want Cyrus to back out. So, Kevin. Yes. NBA Finals prediction and NBA champ prediction. Okay, NBA Finals. Coming out of the East as of October 19th, 2022 at 8.50 p.m., my Eastern Conference champs will be the Boston Celtics. All right. It really hurt my heart there too because I love Giannis. I, I really do. Gonna, they just they're hurting without they're gonna hurt without Middleton. I he's just out for a while. Yeah, yeah I love Giannis. I just don't know if he has the power in himself to just will that team again. Um, mm. but I but, like Boston. But, but you know what I'm going to say with that one? You know how we were talking about midseason trades? Mm-hmm. Think about that the next time you think about, you know. If we, if, if we have to change our pick or something. Well, no. Or I do a different set of picks yeah, later Yeah, because you think about it. Because Milwaukee, go, if Milwaukee's having this same problem, they don't have Middleton, right? Yeah. They could theoretically get a guy like, uh, they can get a guy like, not I'm not saying Russ, but they can go out and get a guy like Bradley Bill or something like that. You got to drop whatever money you got to. Bring him in for, bring him in. If he especially well, he just read up, right? Am I saying that right, Merritt? He just he Bradley Bill just read up, right? Yeah, he yeah. just signed a massive. Uh, he signed the max deal, so it's but stupid money. Saying, but if you but if you can get a player like that on his last year or two years left on his deal, because Middleton's going to be out, that may be a midseason trade where you see that three team trade come in and you get that guy to loop in and just drop into his spot. But go ahead, Kev. I just yeah, all good. Oh, Western Conference. I feel like this is the first, like, this is the first prediction. It's the beginning of the season, you know, first day of all the games happening. I feel like I want to, like, do something different, but it's just that, like, I'm looking at the teams right now. But I think coming out of the West, it's going to be part two of the Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. And then who wins it? And who wins it? I may have bias on this one. Cyrus, like, just dying. 
don't know, I don't know what the hell is happening over there. Because I, I know what he's going to say. Because I, I, keep, I read Ken, I'm reading Kev. I know what he's going to say. Yeah, me too. It's hysterical. Yeah. Not Go ahead. Type it out. To say it. Type it out, Merritt. Yeah. It is. It is. I think Joe Mazzula is going to hey. lead them to a championship to keep his job. I don't even think he needs – if the Celtics make it to the playoffs, have a winning record and make it, say, like to the second or second round or Eastern Conference Finals with Joe Mazzula, I think you keep him and you let Ime walk. That's my prediction. That's my thought. It could happen. I don't know. We're not going there. We're not going there. Dang, he's walking regardless of the fact. He's going either That's way. true. He's screwed. Um, so That's Joe- my prediction right now. I just don't see the way the teams are structured right now. Unless there's a move that happens this offseason, I just feel like this is inevitable again. And I think the Celtics take it for a possible rubber match in 2024. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There you go. All right. All right, Cyrus. I'll let you go next. I'm going to go with. Until I seen that score that he just put up there, I was going to go with the Brooklyn Nets because I thought they were actually going to somewhat turn around. Ah, no, they're going to be god awful. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I listen. I, I I gave him as much faith as I could, and it just didn't work out. Um, There's no faith left in that yeah, team. I know. Um, I, I'm going to go with part two of of uh, of the Celtics and Golden State. I think it's going to be a seven game series. I think that Golden State's going to win, but it's going to be it's going to be by the skin of their teeth, though. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to be because I think that Celtics, I think that the Celtics and their big their big two their big three players, um, Brogdon, um, Brogdon, uh, Tatum, and Brown will come out, and I, I think it'll just be a matter of the others having to put have to put in work. And it, they're just not going to be able to deal with the other Golden State others. Oh. Like Golden State, yeah, Golden State has three or four other guys that can go off and play, and then you play anywhere else and start. And you know, I, so there's no way in the world that you know they, if they get hot, you're going to sit there and stop. Just, I mean, it just doesn't work out that way. Well, we're just going to do a clean slate here of uh, NBA final predictions. I'm going with the Celtics and Warriors. I was going to think. I, I was trying to think of a different team that wasn't. You know, the Warriors, the only other team that came to mind. And if they stay healthy and can move forward is the team that has your two-time NBA um, MVP and the Joker on the team. Yeah. I could see them if if they're healthy and they make that run at the right time because we all know that Steph doesn't play a full season. Draymond can't play a full season. Clay Thompson still coming back from a big time injury where he didn't play basketball for basically like two years. years. Um, but I think the Warriors still edge it out mainly because of what we've already discussed. They have players on their bench that should be starting on other teams. Right. So, but the only thing is, is Kevin and I are in the same boat. I think the Celtics edge it. I honestly think they do. I think the Celtics added exactly what they needed to not just beat the Warriors in the finals, but to beat all the other teams along the way. They brought in a 
they brought in a Brogdon. So like, say they have to go up against the Bucks again in the, in the finals, mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals or whatever it is. You brought in Brogdon. Guess what? Brogdon's going to go sit his butt on Middleton. You're good. Right. Oh, Marcus Smart's going to go up against Drew Holiday. I will pick Marcus Smart every day of the year to go. That's a toss up, but I agree with you. I agree, it's a toss up. So it is because they they both basically cancel each other out on yeah. each side. What you're going to bring in Pat McConnell for uh, you know for your small forward? He's pretty decent, but I'll give the edge to Jalen to uh, to Brown. I'll give you the edge, you know. Giannis isn't a power forward. Giannis is a center, technically, if you want to classify him correctly. He is a center. So you're going to put Rob Williams on him, when, and Rob Williams going up against him is phenomenal, or even Horford. And Jason Tatum's going to take whoever scrub they sign up to play um, at that point. So I think they've really structured this team, not just to win this year, but to have a chance to win over the next three to four years. Yeah, and that's, that's why I said to you earlier, I thought that was a good deal for them because it helped them out in the long run, especially like when it comes to, like I said, settling them down. And then when you get to that lineup, you know, you don't necessarily like say you don't have to have a natural five in there, but if say, say you do, you know, Tatum matches, Tatum is a, is a mismatch for anybody because Tatum is six eight six nine, can shoot and get to the rack. Uh, most guys this size are not going to be able to do that. And then if you do get that guy that is that mismatch, Jason Tatum is that dog on defense now where he's going to take that challenge to play him on defense. So it, it's, uh, it's you know, it, they they definitely have gotten everything there. It just, you know, just to shame everything the way, everything's happened the way it did with that, with the way the organization is. But, you know, it, it, things do happen for a reason, and life goes on. So, mm-hmm. it happens. Party naked. Don't do that. Don't actually do that, please. If you're listening, don't actually do that. Um, you did not hear that from although, me. Although I would, I'll say this real quick, and then we can get past it. But if I'm, if I, if I'm the, I'm fine. What's what's the, the coach now of the, of the Celtics? Joe Missoula. Missoula. If I'm Missoula. If I do accept that contract, I will make sure I have words and strongly think anything that happens inside the organization stays inside the organization. You nothing, none of this should ever, ever, regardless of what it is, should ever get out. If it does, me and you can part ways. I still get my money, you get your money, I can do what I need to do. Because that was that was no offense to any any person. I don't care if they're black, white, green, whatever they are. Nobody's business should get put out like that. Nobody's business. You can say you can listen. You can say I suspended him for chewing dirt. I don't, I don't care. Just to say you suspend him for a year. It's an in-house situation. You move on. All the social media crap and everybody, you know, no offense to the podcast. No, you know, everybody find you know everybody finding out what's going on about my personal life when it when it shouldn't is wrong. It's just wrong. Well. He screwed the pooch, so yep. bye. Let's move on to the next guy. All right, so here's the fun part. Kevin and I, I totally spaced this because it's been a busy week, um, but Kevin reminded <laughs> me. So we saw this on um, Instagram. <laughs> it's from Slam. It's some of their writers and editors. They did the <laughs> NBA 
season awards, which right. I don't agree with 95% of what I see here. Um, I don't see 100% of it. <laughs> but we are going to go through this. Um, just because of time and everything, do not explain why. Just kind of go through, list off your guys. Gotcha. Um, if we have time next week, we maybe we can touch on it again and be like, here's the explanation. But um, so Cyrus, we will start you off. And Kevin, did you share with him the list? Or yeah, yeah. Sure? Okay. So just go down. I'm gonna write it. You know, basically. I'm, I'm, I wrote it down. Can we do like MVP, Cyrus, me, you, and then just continue defensive player of the year, Cyrus, me, you. I, I wrote it, I wrote it, yeah, I wrote it down the way they, the way that they had it in there. Is that the way you wanted to, to give it to you? Yeah, hold on. I'm just I gotta type everything. So go ahead. All right. So for my MVP, I got Embiid. Defensive player of the year, I got Embiid. Scoring leader, I got Durant. No, I squashed that. Bradley Bill. No, Durant. Stay with Durant. Stay with Durant. Sorry. Um, rookie of the year, Panchero from Panchero from uh, Orlando. Most improved, Tyrese Maxey from the Sixers. And the comeback player of the year, Jamal Murray. Oh, that's a good one. Dude, I'm still typing. You're crushing <laughs> it right now. Absolutely crushing it. I love Merit's focus. It's great. He's doing great. He's doing a great job. This is what I do. This is this is what I signed up for, right? By deciding, let's do a podcast. Oh, God. And have Kevin on it. You know, the struggle. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, wait, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you have to deal with me, so it's okay. I work, I work with, I worked with him for five years. I know. I, I, went, I went to school with them. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. Sorry, Cyrus. All right. Embiid for MVP. Embiid for Defensive Player of the Year. Scoring leader was Durant. Yep. Rookie of the Year is Ben Sherrill. Most improved is Tyrese Maxey. Maxi, I would agree to that one. Maxi looked great last night. And then comeback is Murray. Yep. All right. Doing it by last names. Kevin. Yes. Give it to me, Brad. All right. So my MVP. And just for the sake of being different, I'm going with my guy from Dallas, Mr. Luka Doncic. Ooh, good choice. Score uh defensive player. Defensive player of the year. I am going to go with Miami's finest, Mr. Bam Adebayo. All right, Mr. I'm going to complain because I should have gotten it last year. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. So he'll earn it again this year. Nope. Uh, what do I got? Scoring leader? Yes, sir. Scoring leader. That one's a tough one. Uh, Scoring leader. Honestly, Kev, just think about the the play the the best player on the worst team that has scored most points. That's the yeah. easiest way to remember. That is honestly. That's not really this, it was the only one on this list I agreed with, and I was gonna go with Damian Lillard. Go on, Dame. I can see that because it, who else is he with? It's he's just carrying that Portland team, like always. Um, yep. 
rookie of the year. I just wrote his, saw his name written down. I'm going to go, speaking of the Kings, I'm going to go Keegan Murray. Hmm. Because let's be real, there ain't nobody who on that damn Kings team. You have Darren Fox, DeMontis Sabonis. I think Keegan Murray could be that possible third option. Maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, but when you're on a really terrible team, you kind of don't really have too many options. So you give yourself a shot. Uh, most improved player. This was a very interesting one because I had a couple guys in mind. Uh, I like that maxi pick that Cyrus had. But like the trend that you always kind of see with this award is like, they kind of give it to a guy that's good, and then he just explodes to be even better. So this is going to seem like an odd one. I'm going to go Anthony Edwards because I think he takes this next step in being a star. Similar to how Ja Morant won this award last year, even though everybody knows Ja is a freaking stud. I know, Cyrus, you're giving me that look, but hear me hear me out on this one. No, no, no. I mean, it, it... It's good. I'm not saying that it's not. I understand. I understand it. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, and then for me, uh, comeback player of the year is I love this player ever since when he came out of the University of Kentucky, and I really hope he kills it for the Clippers. I'm going with John Wall. It really right. can't be comeback player of the year if you really never went anywhere, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, he you hasn't know, played he in hasn't two years. Played. <laughs> and played by choice. <laughs> hey, no, it was not all by choice. This past year was by choice because of mental health that issues that he was going through because he almost died during COVID. His mom and grandmother died during COVID, okay. and he almost committed suicide because of it. Understandable. That man that, went through hell and back. That that's understandable. All right, Merritt, who do we got, sir? Hell if I know. <laughs> I didn't do my homework. Um, Probably other guys from Boston. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> I think your scoring leader, I do think, is going to come from Boston. I think Tatum is going to be your scoring leader. Last night, okay. he and Jalen Brown went off for 70 points combined. That's fucking ridiculous. Um, MVP. This one is tough because there's really only a few good play like players that fit that mold as an MVP. I'm going to lean with Kevin. I'm going to go with Luca. Um, I love Embiid, but he's always going to be the best player on a mediocre team. I, I that's, that's but the, his... reason, the, re- the reason I said Embiid though, and all fair, the reason I said Embiid, Embiid was because he got, he really, he really should have had the award last year. But for some reason, they decided to give it to Jokic. So I yeah. think this year, I think it's going to be kind of things. It's like you could give it to whoever it is every year, but you got to switch it up. And I think with Murray coming back and then seeing and be still put up the same numbers or damn near close to it and getting them maybe a game or two closer to the finals or even in the conference finals, they'll just be like, oh, okay, well, at this point, we're just going to give it to him so that way he has this and then we can move on from him type of deal. Yeah, I can see that happening. Actually. Yeah, I can see that. Um, defensive player of the year. This is where I'm going to stay with a, be a homer. I think Smart wins it again. I, I, 
I I think not a bad choice at all. He and he started off the season off on a great foot. He literally allowed three points on any of the defensive possessions that he guarded somebody. Like I I will give that to him um time and time again. Rookie of the year, I don't really know majority of these rookies, but I think the one the two that kind of come up to mind are Benchero and then Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith and uh, Benchero and Chet were the top three choices. And literally up until draft day, no one knew it was, who was going to go first. Right. Jabari Smith was projected to go first. Then all of a sudden, Benchero. Chet wasn't even ever projected to go first for a while. I like Jabari Smith. I think he's also on a team that caters to that style of play. Yeah. Um. He has Jalen Green around him. He has oh god, who who's the other kid? They just signed a contract extension. Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, yes. Kevin Porter Jr. Like you have three really good young studs. You have a whole plethora of young talent around you. I've now looked at Eric Gordon and Boban as your two guys that are going to sit there and say, hey, guess what? We're just here to help you guys. We're not here to take minutes away. We're not here to do anything crazy. We're here to help you guys succeed. And then I think that's where Eric Gordon's in the last year of his contract, I believe. So let him ride off. Yeah, I say they make the playoffs. Like I said, I think they make the playoffs. So let them ride off into the sunset as being one of the best scoring, you know, shooting guards to ever step on the the basketball court. Um, so I think that's what you got. Most improved, super hard because it's the same idea as what Kevin said. They usually give it to somebody that's on a good team that is potentially going to be an, an all-star. Um, but I'm I'm leaning with Cyrus. Maxi is going to, and he did. He earned his spot last year in the playoffs. Definitely. And I think the 76ers at the end of the day are going to look at it and go, we don't need the guy we just signed to a contract extension. We don't need Harden. Because though Harden was the leading scorer, for the 76ers last night. There's a lot of times during that game, if you guys both watched it, he looked awful. Like you do. He's he's still still a step and a half behind the other guy. It doesn't make any sense to me, though. Dude, I'm sorry, but like when you cross up Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart and air ball a shot that is literally like a layup to you, something's wrong. And comeback player of the year, it's Mr. Dougie himself. It's going to be John Wall. I just loved watching him do the Dougie on TV. And you can see he's so happy. The joy of playing basketball is back for this man after all the stuff. Do you remember the dance the John, with John Wall? Wall. Oh, John. my God. I'm so old. Kids saw this. They'd laugh. It was like, oh, my God. Oh. Oh yeah, that repping for my city, repping for my state, whatever it was, and then he's like, "I'm doing the John Wall, yeah. John Wall." I was like, "Oh my oh, god, man. I can't." Yeah, I remember doing that dance. Yeah, yeah. I, wow, I feel old. Yep. 
Yeah. All right. So this section usually I do everything in yellow, so we know we've talked about everything. This is going to be green. So oh. guys, after the NBA season, like we said, we're all going to get together. We're going to do a live podcast. This is what we're going to talk about. Were okay. we right? How close were we? Who you know? Really, it's going to be this. The, I have a question. Yes. Do we want to do like an all-star break version together where we choose again or do we change it? Or do you want to just leave it like this way? Do you want to change? You want to do? If you want to do any changes from the all-star break. No, I don't think okay. so. I think. All right. I Because I, I find That's this. a suggestion. I think this is more interesting because this is no data, no nothing given to us. It's true. We are going off of our own gut instincts instead of, oh, let's do all-star. Oh, you know what? I really think this guy's going to win it now. Well, I no one even talked about him. Okay, well, what are you taking this from? So I think let's go with gut instinct. I think when we get to closer to the NBA um, all-star break, we will definitely have another episode where Cyrus will – draft a better team than both kevin and i um and we'll watch that happen and we'll pick our own all-stars like we did last year i think that was fun so get ready for that everybody listen to us draft our non-existent all-star team um you know we'll, we'll never be a part of it but yes um that's gonna be hard with three of us so if anything one of us would just have to judge i'll judge because my well, team was better last year so I'll judge. Oh, I, <laughs> the I was gonna say I was gonna say I could judge. Ooh, okay. And let Cyrus and I just yell at each other. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I'll oh. be the typer for once. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Cool. We'll, we'll put your uh, little Filipino fingers to the test. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> oh man. This episode went off the rails like the other two. It's all good. It's over a great start to this season. All right. Kevin, did we miss anything? No. I think we literally hit every piece of the NBA season other than All-Stars, but that's going to be another own podcast that you guys will see at some point. Closer towards February. Like towards February, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think we good. I think we're good. I think Mary, you have trivia for us. So I'm very I excited. do. So here's the question, Kevin. Do not look at the sheet because I do have to unhighlight. That. I am not on the sheet right now. Perfect. I am looking at something different. Okay. So which NBA team has the most players in the Hall of Fame? Boston Celtics. Jesus Christ, this kid! I can't, we can't have him on anymore. <laughs> what is- we, I think Cyrus, for every trivia we have had, has Cyrus gotten right. has gotten all of them right. If oh we were to look God. back, I think Cyrus, you're the one, man. Listen, I, I, I'm just. I didn't even like finished ants asking the question. He's like, Celtics, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> bro. It's like Cyrus sees the sheet right in front of him. I, I love it. it. You know what the funny thing is? It. There's certain things in basketball. It just just because, like, let's put it this way: you can anything with anything pertaining championships, MVPs, or any sort of Hall of Famers. There's only 
three, no, four, now five, no, yeah. Now there's only four slash five teams you can actually think about. Lakers, Celtics, Warriors, Bulls, Spurs. See, I would have, when I saw that trivia question, I thought it was would have been the Lakers. No, but you, but, well, no, no, I mean. It would have been, I think the Lakers would have been close. I bet they're number two. Yeah, well, if, all right, let's put it this way. If, if they put Braun, well, Kobe just got inducted to the Hall of Fame, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, so, all right, so if you, if you put Braun in, I guess if they were to put Braun in, if he was to be inducted as a Laker. Ooh. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know, because. Well, I, well, don't they? If somebody goes into the Hall of Fame, don't they represent all the teams they've played for? They yes, do, but, but they retire as a specific team. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like in the M- NFL, like when Randy Moss went into the Hall of Fame, he played for the Raiders, the the Vikings, the Patriots, and I believe he played for the Titans as well. Yes, at the stret at the back end of his career and the 49ers. Right. He was asked, What team do you want to be retired at? You know what team he set selected? And it wasn't the team that drafted him. They said the Patriots. Yeah. He went as he said, I want to be retired as a Patriot. So he signs so, like, sign like a one day deal, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think he signs like a one day, like a one hour, like it's just it's a deal with the NFL, like because he does not have to retire as a Patriot to be inducted into the hall of fame as a Patriot. It was just something that they get to select. Right. So I, I think if once LeBron goes in, that's only if he goes in as a Laker, if he doesn't go as a Laker, then it really doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I mean, cause they don't really have anybody else in the next, the next, the next team that you really have to look at would be like the San Antonio Spurs. Or the you next. Got in. Huh? The Knicks. Can't forget about the Knicks or their old their old teams. Yeah, but they don't have a lot of people that are retired. That I was getting ready to say, but who who they really have like yeah, they don't have a lot because it's uh, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking the seventies, so like Bill Jackson, like Walcott Frazier, Willis Reed, Red Holzman, their coach, Dave DeBusher, no. um uh governor of New Jersey, uh Bradley. Yeah, Bill Bradley. That's um, only six people. Um, Glenn Cho just like made whoever on the Detroit Pistons look like a little child and dunked right over him. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh my God. Like, Jesus. That dunk was. <laughs> he was like, nope. Oh, no. oh my gosh. His junk was in the guy's face. Uh, 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 if you're if you're a child, don't listen to that. What I just said, Kevin, get us out of here because that. All I, right. need, I need to stop. I know, yeah, because this is about to be a two-hour podcast. It is a two-hour oh. podcast again for three weeks Shout in a row. Out for another week in a row of this long podcast. It's just what we do here on the Manly Musings podcast. First off, as we always do, we give our flowers. We celebrate our friend Cyrus. Shout out to you and your basketball knowledge. We love it. We thoroughly enjoy it. Um, anything you'd like to say to our people, the fans, any social medias you'd like them to follow you on? I just, I'm on Twitter. That's it. I don't do nothing else. I'm on Twitter. Uh, 
CKJ at at CKJ. Cool. Love it. it. We appreciate you. So, couple things. So make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, somehow go ahead and do this two hour long rant of the NBA. Uh, you can you're watch. Make sure you're watching at our YouTube page, the Manly Musings Podcast. Leave us some comments. Leave us some likes. We'd really appreciate it. Um, make sure you listen to us. We're on plenty of streaming platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We are also on Amazon. So feel free to listen to us on Amazon. Uh, follow Mary at his Instagram at Mary underscore P. Follow me at my Instagram at KateClaver624. Follow the podcast's Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. And if I may leave you with a little poem, we be in your city where we like to do the dance. Flex to the left, throw some money out your hands. Do it for the city, and we do it for the fans. To ball like wall, boy, you gotta do the dance. Everybody do the John Wall, John Wall. Take care, y'all. Good night. Thank <laughs> you.